Hey friends, if you're in the photography industry, you know by now that we are currently riding out slow season. In fact, January is notoriously a slow time for almost every small business owner. The flurry of Christmas is over and almost everyone from bookstores to coffee shops to photographers and wedding vendors might be feeling the effects of slow season. It can be easy to feel nervous or discouraged during this time, but get this, your slow season can be a blessing and a great time to show mm -hmm. some love to the areas of your business that may go neglected during busy season. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. While slow season is a great time to regroup, rest, and take care of yourself, like Ayla just said, we bet there are other aspects of your business that can finally have your full attention and set your next busy season up for success. We've talked about that before on the show, setting yourself up for success when it does get busy. This is an episode for all the self-employed people out there. And of course, with a focus on photographers and editors and general seasonal service providers, we broke our slow season projects into an easy list of 10 things you can spend your busy season doing. So this is an episode to save and come back to for sure. Go ahead and keep listening. Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. Okay, so quick story time. I remember about this time last year, mid-January, I had just quit my full-time job to pursue my business as a private photo editor full-time. I'd wrapped up a previously very busy season, as always, then I'd taken time off for the holidays, and I was ready to finally have full days to commit to my clients. I was like, this is going to be so great. Working a full-time job and then coming home and editing was getting crazy, and so I was like, full-time, here we go. <laughs> I was going to commit to all my clients, round up my social media, all the things, but little did I know that January would have almost nothing as far <laughs> as editing projects. And that January specifically, Beth, we'll talk about this later, was just so slow. Like last year's slow season was just so crazy. But I took the time to work on a much needed website rebrand, which was absolutely amazing. And I was most active on my social media rip now, but <laughs> I was just looking back at it today and my social media was popping at the time. And I dove into marketing strategies and to really round out my client list. So I really tried to make the best out of yeah. a very quiet season during that time. Oh my gosh. I love that. Oh my gosh. Already starting out strong. Thank you for sharing that. The first few months of 2023 definitely hit hard when it came to slow season. Yeah. More so than normal, like you said, Ayla. Um, photographers and vendors just all over the place had a harder than expected slow season for sure. While we don't know what this year brings, we can definitely tell you that slow season can be tricky, yes, to navigate, um, but there's lots to do for your business in the meantime. And also for just some encouragement, if you're listening, Word Around the Block says that the U.S. is looking at 2.6 million weddings for 2024, you guys. That's a yeah. lot of weddings. So even if you're not a wedding photographer, right, it seems that the love of and value of photos is not going anywhere, you know, but yeah, the wedding industry is going to be booming so we hope you have your best year yet. Absolutely. And if you've been a photographer for a couple of years now, you probably already know this, but the wisest way to spend your slow season right now, what we're in, is keeping yourself busy. So without further ado, we came up with a list of 10 ways you can not only keep yourself busy during slow season, but actually set your upcoming busy season up for success. All right. So... Ayla and I, I think you and I, we're just going to tag team this list here. So let's go. 
Um, first item on the agenda, the first thing you'll actually do in slow season, the first thing you should have probably already done by now, um, but don't stress, is to actually take some time off and enjoy yourself. So for me, I think some ways to summarize this, things that I try to do, number one, self-care and health care. So Yes. Most people, yeah, most people that, thank you. Most people that I know, not just during the winter, but also during busy season, your immune system takes a huge decline. You know, most people get sick in the winter and combine that with, you know, photographers and editors being super busy. Yeah. You probably just got sick. I was actually really lucky. I didn't get sick this year. Not to brag. Me neither. (laughs) What? I'm doing okay. Dude, everyone around me has like had a cold and I'm still going strong. Dude. And you know what? I haven't even been taking my vitamins. (laughs) Stop. I'm gonna oh, keep. I'm gonna get better at it. I'm gonna, but I'm just saying, things yeah. are going good well, so I far. Think we'll see. Take care of yourself. You, but you're taking care. Of, you're going to the gym. You're eating in a way that right. is really working for you. So, yeah. I right. mean, I think I'm not super surprised that like you don't need vitamins. What's that? Get rid of those. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Okay, but anyways, yeah. I also didn't get yeah. sick. Um, I also try to eat healthier and stuff. But okay, the point is though. Let's say you just got sick, or let's say you don't. You know, either way, even if you didn't get sick. It's always good to boost, you know, boost your health. So make sure you're eating better than you did during busy season. Make sure you get more sleep than you did during busy season. Um, Just relax, take a bath, you know, just enjoy the slower season. Let your body reset because even if you feel like you're good, you're probably still in fight or flight mode if you just came through a really busy, stressful season. And the other thing related to just enjoying yourself during this time off is to do fun things. One of the benefits, yeah, one of the benefits of having a job where you have a slow season, I mean, this even applies to teachers who have the summer off. Yeah, there's stressful parts to it, but guess what? This is when you can go on a trip. This is when you can have a vacation. This is when you can go and do that fun adventure or that hike you've been wanting to do. Go fill your time with fun things. And then I love that. I love that for slow season vacations too. Like it's January. Who's traveling right now? Yeah. Take advantage. It's everyone's slow season again. So yeah. Heck yeah. Disneyland in the winter. I'm telling you. Exactly. The shortest lines you're going to find. <laughs> the shortest lines you'll find. I love that. Exactly. Well, that actually kind of goes into, I think, just the third thing I'd say about that is spend time with family. Um, mm-hmm. You, Whether you notice it or not, um, you probably do, but it's you kind of um, have to neglect your friends and family a little bit, your loved ones during really busy season. Um, maybe that's not everybody, but for me, I feel like my replies are slower to family during busy season. Yeah. I, don't really get to see him or talk to him. So give him a phone call, go visit, you know, just really get some quality time in with your family and friends as well. I'm very similar. It makes me, it's interesting because I definitely, I mean, Beth, you'll, you'll understand you're very much like me. And I think a lot of our listeners will understand we love Mm -hmm. our work. Like I am all good with being busy because it is so seasonal. I'm all good with like early mornings, a couple of late nights, just like plugging away, getting it done. And I think it's easy for the people around you to start viewing you as like, oh, she just works all the time. And oh, she's so busy. Especially if I have to work on a weekend because I usually keep my weekends pretty sacred. But I opened up quite a few Saturdays last busy season. I still won't work through the entire weekend because then I'll just never stop. And that's a quick way to burn out. Like Sundays, I always keep keep pretty free, but I'll work Saturdays and I don't mind doing that for yeah, three months out of my year. And it's easy. Same. Sometimes for your loved ones, bless their hearts that they care about you to say like, oh, she's just always working. She's just always this. So I'm trying to find the balance of being like, yes, that's me for now. But I hope you know that another three months out of the year, 
my weekends are completely free. Oh so my, my gosh, days yes. are completely free. Yes. And just like helping understand, it's not that typical nine to five, Monday to Friday, the same level of business all the time. There's an ebb and a flow yeah. to it. So yeah, no, I definitely like to take this time, spend more time with Chris. There are definitely some times in busy season where I'm like, hey, I, we, we can't go do this, this, and this thing. Um, I'm going to need you to run the errands without me today. And then these days – if he comes home from work at like one to two, because his hours are all over the place, you know, oh, I can step away from the computer and go do this fun thing with you. So that's kind of what that looks like for me right now. And yeah, we can do a weekend trip to go see family and I just feel a little less stressed. So it doesn't always have to be huge, big things, but just, yeah, I kind of dedicate that time to family extra so that they understand. I'm like, I swear I'm free now. And then in the fall, I'm not. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is, I, I don't even think of anything to add to that. That's perfect. That's exactly it. Let them know you're alive and well and that you do have good quality of life. It's yes. just, you know, the busy season is just a season because yeah. Um, and also kind of actually a little note I would add to that. If you are um, maybe especially a little bit newer to having really busy, busy seasons and you are struggling with family or friends kind of saying, wow, like, are you a workaholic? You're kind of working too much. And you know, this is just a reminder that that will end and that you just have to show them that it's seasonal and that you can spend quality time with them. So totally. anyways, all right, moving on. Yeah. So that's the first point. Take care of yourself by physically taking care of yourself and spending time with the people you love the most. Number two, if you participate in any kind of business coaching or an online course, now is a great time to delve into that. You kind of can jump back into your education a little bit. I think part of being a creative business owner is continuing to learn yourself all the time, especially in an ever-changing industry like photography. If you're someone who has a business coach, maybe, and you've been wanting a call, now is a great time. If you have things to set up for your 2024, if you meet with a bookkeeper, now is a good time to set up a call. If you've been eyeing a new camera lens for photographers, now's a good time to pick that up, purchase it, and practice with it. Get set up and acquainted with new gear. For me, I'm actually doing this right now, Beth. I haven't gotten to tell you this yet, but I got gifted for Christmas. Any editors listening are going to laugh that I don't have this yet, but I got gifted a Shuttle Pro. It's a... um, is that the mouse type thing? Yes, yeah. it's a oh mouse. I, initially, I wanted to get set up with it right when I launched my business, but I was being cheap and I didn't want to buy it. <laughs> so I just That's ran my business sense. without it. But it's an extra little mouse that goes in your left hand and it just has programmable buttons. You can use oh it for gosh. any software, but I have it set up with my Lightroom Classic. So you just set it up on your other hand and you program the buttons to be like next photo, previous photo, crop shortcut. Uh, oh mask, whatever. So the idea is that you're not constantly moving your hand back and forth from keys to whatever. Um, you just place both hands on both of your mice, I guess, and plug away. And it's supposed to seriously cut down on editing time, which I'm definitely excited about. So yeah. all the galleries I have right now, and there's no way I was going to learn that during busy season. No way. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, of course. now it's going to be faster than learning yeah. something new. But now I can take the time to be a little slower on galleries and practice this new software yep. to be super fast on it by the time busy season comes around. So that's what I'm working that. on. And anything like that, um, new camera, new lens, new piece of equipment, new software, anything like that now is a really good time to get a hold of it and be yeah. practicing it. Because uh, I really want to be able to be fast on it by the time busy season comes around. Because if I'm not, then I'll just have to do what I'm already doing. And I know I can be editing faster if I take advantage of that. So I'm actually yeah. doing that. Yeah. 
pretty much oh as gosh. we speak. Dude, I love that. Congratulations on that. That's going to be so cool. I, I got gifted it. Chris's mom gave it to me. Thank you, oh, Val. What? She got it for me because I've been talking about it for years. And so she got yeah. it for me and I had – uh, she was like, I hope it's okay to get you work things. And I was like, yes. Oh, I love perfect. that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Honestly, I think it's totally cool to get work gifts. I love that. Yes. I'm I'm a fan of that. Okay. And actually to bounce off that point you were just saying, let's move on to number three. And that's to experiment and do experimental work. Um, so yeah, this is the time when you can do things like workshops, styled shoots. If you have, especially if you're a photographer, I would say. I think, Ayla, you pretty much just covered like – the editing side, but yeah, like yeah, for, yeah, yeah, but for photographers, let's go out and get some styled shoots done. Go take a model couple, go do a shoot you've been wanting to do, um, do self portraits now that you're not so stressed and you won't Ooh. look actually insane. If someone takes a picture of you, <laughs> you can look, do it in this order, <laughs> self care done, and then go get some self portraits done. You're going to be looking yeah. so good. <laughs> so That's do so that funny. Because it's so I, true. You look crazy so for like six months out of the year. <laughs> you don't want to be editing dark circles out from under your eyes, then right. don't be doing self-portraits during a busy season, my friend. I, I did that right after my busy season ended, Chad. I went out with Chad, my husband, and he was so gracious and took some some cute photos of me that I can use for just branding in the future. And I was like, wow, why do I look so good? I'm like, oh, because I got sleep last night. <laughs> for the first time in a long time. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was what I was going to say for number three is just go and do your experimental, your experimental work, go do your dreaming and your creativity, um, you know, kind of reignite that fire of why you like this art form again. And yeah, that's all. Yeah. I just saw another photographer I follow. It's like, she called it passion project season. And I yeah, loved that. Um, exactly. If you're a big dog in the game, you might have your own merch and stuff like that. Again, now's yep. a good time to maybe maybe work on that stuff. But next, the next one on the list, number four, is to do – okay, this one's a doozy. This is probably what I spend the most of my slow season doing, so it's a super important one. Take a look at your background, background, inward-facing, not client-facing, but inward-facing systems and processes. During your busy season, was there anything such as emailing or sending invoices that you wished was smoother? And what I mean by this, I have a perfect example because I just lived this out. During my busy season, one of the – how do I explain this? So I used Absato for all of my automations, my invoicing, my canned emails, all of that. And one of the things with invoicing is usually it has this feature where you create like a package. So you create the title of the package, what the price is and what the package is under. And for me, I break up my packages between wedding wedding editing, elopement editing, portrait editing, culling, and then additional Lightroom stuff, such as like cloning stuff out, whatever. I never actually created those packages in Dubsado. So every single invoice I was writing, so I was titling it, Ayla Bowering, Private oh Photo gosh, Services, yeah. Wedding Editing Services, this much per image, this much. Like I was doing that and I knew that the packages existed. I just like didn't make them. And there's some clients or well, one client in particular that I have that I was editing multiple sessions a week from her. And I invoiced her like bi-weekly, but still on every single invoice, every single job, I was typing out Ayla Bowering, private photo editing services. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I was typing it all out. So, and I knew, I knew in the depths of busy season, I was like, I need to fix this. So actually, like three or four days ago, I sat in and looked. It took me about 20 minutes. I made all oh, my, my pack. So now oh, gosh. I can just go click packages and be like portrait editing and all the pricings there 
yeah so good yeah that's a real such a it, big I'm, I'm not even kidding when it when I tell you it saves me about two to three minutes per invoice which sounds dramatic but if I'm sending out and writing up multiple per week I will take that time I will take that typing energy so anyway no is I, there anything oh sorry go ahead no, I was going to say, yeah, I just fully agree. It's also just your mental energy. You're more drained at the end of the day having to do it all from your head and write it all out than if you just have any kind of template, I would say too. But yeah. I was going to say, and even for me, same thing when I started doing my uh, canned emails. Is that what you're calling it? Just the automated ones. Yeah. Yeah. Canned um, emails included. To- totally. Yeah. That that saves me like an hour per inquiry if not more, because right. I used to also write them all out or create like custom ones. And now I have a templates that I customize, but yeah, exactly. So anyway, sorry, keep going. <laughs> not to interrupt well, so yeah, no, no, you're, you're, that is perfect. Well, and I actually, I bring that up coming up here. What you said, Beth, we talk about it. We have an amazing workflows episode, so I'm not going to get into workflows too much because we, whew, we went in on that workflows oh, yeah episode pretty much laid it out step by step of exactly what your workflow should look like so definitely go check that out because Beth mentioned you mentioned Beth how your packages are very like through HoneyBook they're like brochures they're customizable and if you just take the couple days it takes to set all that stuff up super smooth get the pictures you want in there get the fonts looking good Mm -hmm. then you just have to do a little bit of work and then send it off I couldn't imagine doing that per person Oh, when you have so many people to respond to. And then like writing and rewriting canned emails. I went uh, the same day that I worked on my invoicing. I went and looked at all my canned emails. I was like, is there anything I need to change? Anything I wish was written better? There's a couple, there's like my inquiry response email I looked at and I was like, you know what? This has always bothered me. There's actually a paragraph I was always deleting from my inquiry response email because it felt too wordy all year. I was yep. deleting that. So I finally just went into the actual canned email and deleted it. So oh I like gosh. to categorize this as anything that was bothering you about your system during busy season. Because I get it. You're, you're doing a bunch of stuff. You can't go in and fix all that right away. But definitely make note of it somehow to go and fix during this time, during during slow season. Uh, so smooth out your invoice process. Write or rewrite canned e- emails. Just anything that you that you know could save you time. Now is a good time to do that. And again, I won't talk too much about specific automations or workflows because we do have a whole episode on that. And if you're listening to this as a photographer, hopefully you have a lot of that stuff set up. I'm just saying if there's anything you wish was smoother, now's a good time to do the research on that. Yep, absolutely. So worth it. So worth it. Um, let's see. Move on to number five. Um, this one is to organize your gear. So something that maybe applies a little more to, well, not, I wouldn't say more to photographers, but I'll talk to photographers. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So this can look like if you have like a dry box for all your gear, go ahead and clean off your lenses. Um, if you have any camera bodies or lenses you want to send in for cleaning, maybe you didn't think to do that. Go ahead and do that. That's something you mm-hmm. can do. And then also your SD cards, if they kind of got jumbled up or if you want to relabel them, maybe clear some and label them as empty, Uh, you know, even organizing your files on your computer. So organize your galleries within your hard drives, just all of that organizing. Um, I mean, I think we don't even need to talk about the benefits of that. Obviously, it's good to be organized and starting fresh, but yeah. Well, and side note, a note for the editors, clean up your computer. (laughs) I oh, yeah. uh, I don't work on an external hard drive. I might this year might be the year. And I I I have a system to keep as far as client galleries go clean. Um pretty much whenever they expire in WeTransfer after I've sent it to the client, that's when I remove it from my computer and after I've gathered all the content that I need from it, I do delete it. But here's the thing. 
Oh, here's here's some wonderful free advice okay to the editors so you might have a system for clearing out client work because that will take up the most room on your computer computer you will have a system for clearing out uh galleries past jobs whatever what you might be underestimating is how many at least for me how many friggin things i download all the time when it comes to like canva things for posts like downloading this image on canva and then downloading this image from a camera roll to put into canva and then putting the canva graphic back into my photos and getting that on instagram and for our podcast downloading this audio keeping these recordings here uh you know i save all our recordings in case there's anything i want from them later and downloading this thing and then downloading this document that i had to read later just the little downloads that i just throw somewhere into my computer like my actual desktop stays organized quote unquote there's folders for everything but then the downloads folder is ridiculous so i i actually still have yet to do that so just going in and 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 clearing that all up getting a cleaner software on your computer is a great idea for that just your your galleries themselves may be organized but go and take time to look at everything else because i bet you there's stuff on there you didn't know and uh your computer will thank you once you're able to to take the time to do that so oh yeah like beth said organize your gear and photographers and editors just uh do a cleaning of your computer too okay next up this kind of goes right along with the cleaning your computer note but gather as much social media as possible for your socials and your website and organize it well sorting through all the work you've done takes time for everybody to go through and select whatever wedding you just shot whatever to select what you want to use for your socials there was a time in my business, there was a time where I did this after every single gallery. I'd send a wedding back to its editor, or back to its editor, back to its photographer, <laughs> and then I'd go through and select everything I wanted for socials. And for me, it's tricky because I use a lot of before and afters to showcase my work, and I won't get into it, but it's just it's a whole thing to make that happen. It takes probably 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what I'm sorting through, to get all the content that I want from it. And I never really organize it. I just throw them all in Google Photos and pray for the best. So this year I'm actually going to try to like break it up <laughs> wedding by wedding to yeah. actually source it for my socials better. And it just takes a lot of time. And I can only imagine it takes time for photographers too. So that's my project probably going into next week. Any empty days that I have, I really, I have months and months. I have literally thousands of photos to go through to pick out what I want for socials so I can get my social game back up. That's why I've been struggling with it so much is because I just have to go and get all the content that I just did. So I'm going to be spending my time doing that for sure. Yeah. Organizing for socials is really important too. I think a lot of people don't think about like there's a lot of work that goes into it. If you want to put a lot of thought into your feed, then there's a lot of back end work that goes with that. And especially when your work is your job and the photos that you show off will directly impact your career. Like, yeah, there's a lot to that. Like I, or I use like Tailwind to, um, I don't know if you know what that is, but I, I use a program called Tailwind to like organize my social media photos and stuff. And it's a lot. You have to like go into your galleries, find what you want, then download the specific photos you want from that and then put it all into the Tailwind account and schedule it and all that stuff. And then, you know, all that. So yeah, same as you. Like I, whenever I'm slow on posting too, I feel like it's either I'm really busy or even during slow season, it's because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to go do this huge task in order to first plan. That's exactly what it's been. And I could do more of the personal reels and stuff, but I just, yeah, that's totally been like this big obstacle that's in my way and I started it the other day so getting it going yeah oh, what's good. what is tailwind I've actually never heard of that 
Okay. So Tailwind is a um, basically a social media planner app. So mm, okay. ba- um, to explain, it's kind of like, you know, have you used grid planner apps before? Yes. It's yeah. like that, but kind of on steroids. I will say I don't love it. It's not my mm. favorite thing ever. It's not super user-friendly. I feel like I find a lot of glitches with it, but my social media person, she who does my social media for me, she works with it. And so she said, if she's going to be my social media coordinator that I need to be using that. So I had to create an account for that. I might even be paying for it. I'm not sure. Oh no, I think it's free. It's free. Yeah, it's definitely free. Um, But you had to create an account for it and everything. And that was a little bit of like a process and then learning how to use it because like I said, it's not super straightforward or user-friendly. So yeah, but it's nice because you can actually schedule posts and you can collaborate. So like we both, anyway, so it's okay, but it's really not any better than any other grid planner out there, I don't think. Right. But just in general, the idea is to like get organized. And if if you can dedicate the time to planning, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So we're on to number seven now. So tip number seven. And we're just going to say website, website, website. I mean, you probably knew this was going to be in here, I hope. Does your website need some polishing or even a little rebrand maybe? Um, If anything, it's a good idea to freshen it up. Replace the photos with all of the new work you did during your busy season with some new fresh photos, update your pricing if you need to. This is why Ayla's previous step is so crucial and so important because this is when you will then be taking those photos and it's another area you can use them in. So you'll want to keep your website fresh and active especially for SEO purposes too yeah we talk about it a bit it's like it's like our second or third episode but we talk about SEO and one of the things with SEO is constantly uh Beth you may explain this more than I can because you actually know it better than I do but consistently updating and creating like little mini blog posts and just writing in your website will register it as more active just helps more people see it I created that on my website I have a little like recently done section (laughs) I haven't updated it in like a while (laughs) but I'm really good at telling people to keep their socials up and then not doing it for myself but anyway well it's always easier that's a 2024 goal but I do have a section that I've specifically put together where it's 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 super easy for me to do actually where I have a little like recently done section and I can so easily just replace the photos, replace it like you like click on it and then it shows a little mini portion of a gallery, some before and afters. Yeah. And it's simple to switch those photos out, but just keep the SEO active on my end. But back to what Beth first said, website's important. Even if it doesn't, even if you're not changing your whole thing, refreshing your photos, again, rewriting anything that's bothered you about your website. I, um... I, whenever I change my pricing at the beginning of the year, I go through just my whole website because I'm already going to be in my website anyway. So I just go through anything. Is there a sentence that's been bugging me? Or is there colors that's been bugging me? Let's just go fix that Fix that now. And if it's just a little polish, I would safely say a day, maybe two is all it takes yeah. to kind of get it where you want to be. So I agree if it's just a little polishing. Yeah. And then next up, content creation. Just one after another, very similar point. It is content creation season. So batch your reels, your posts, your TikToks as much as possible. And when I say batch, I kind of don't just mean for the next couple of weeks. I mean, create a whole little folder of content you have ready to go to be posted 
six from months from now, maybe when you're drowning in busy season, just a little informational reel, a little something fun. I know that content's constantly changing and it might not, not always be applicable, but even if it's just a funny reel or a joke, just something that you're going to want to have ready to go, um, take the time to get ready. That's my biggest drawback with reels. Again, during busy season, I'm in the cave. I don't want to dress nice and look nice for the internet. Yeah. So now's a great time to actually wake up, get yourself ready, get yourself looking cute if that's what you want to do, and really plan out some reels you've been thinking of. Write captions to file away for file for future use and even prepare posts in Canva or wherever you make your Instagram posts. Just again, and not in a negative way, like you have to do this, but if you're if you're feeling creative during this time, go ahead and create as much content as you can to save and then post in a few months when you start getting busy again. Exactly. And when also when your creativity and inspiration runs out, you know, yeah, I find yeah. so often that sometimes I have a lapse, um, an unfortunate like lack of of overlay between my when I have time and when I feel creative like I feel like I either feel really creative and have all these ideas or I have the time to do them it's like never all at once um except sometimes during slow season so um let's see all right so another one uh, we're on number nine now and that is marketing uh this kind of goes hand in hand with content creation but marketing is still vastly different from creating a quick Instagram post photographers you're going to want to start nailing your books down as soon as possible of course you know this so your marketing should always be in the works. Now it really is a better time than ever to prioritize it, you know, so you can do, you know, paid ad campaigns, you can reach out to brands. This is when you're just going to be thinking about very businessy marketing strategies. Definitely. And we've talked about this before, but I would say for photographers, the marketing game kind of never ends because you are booking yourself out for advance over and over. Uh, for me, luckily this year, marketing does get to take a mini backseat just because uh, my client list has been has been super good. But editors, this is a great time if you are looking for clients to step on your marketing. Um, the constant conundrum with photo editing is the time when editors are the most busy fall is the time when most photographers are looking for editors. So I'll notice when I'm full and I can't take on anyone else, the inquiries are out the door for photographers looking for editors. And then come slow season, editors are all up in Facebook groups and all up looking for new clients, but photographers aren't as busy, so they're not looking. So it's a constant thing. So I'd start saying like now is a really great time to set up other avenues with that be super active in your Facebook groups there definitely will still be photographers looking to set up for the next year in fact having come out of such a busy season you may come across photographers who don't want to go through that again in another six months so they might be looking for you so just be active in your Facebook groups be active on your Instagram be active in person I feel like it's so easy to market on socials these days but you know, check out the photography scene in your local area, see what's going on there. Like just, it's a really good time to take some of the extra steps that not everyone may be doing for your marketing, especially if you find yourself when busy season comes around, if everyone else seems so busy, but you don't, well, like what can you be doing now to kind of update that and change that? I don't actually have the most marketing tips myself other than having a good website and reliable looking socials and just putting yourself out there as much as much as possible like I said in the beginning of this episode when I had a slow season where I was full-time and looking for more people I would spend a good half my day in marketing mode so it can definitely take up a lot of your time you kind of get out of it what you put in I guess and it's another good time to be creative you can do what everyone else is doing and then start really thinking what else you can do that you haven't seen before yeah exactly last and 
absolutely, certainly not least is to start getting ready for taxes and assessing your numbers for the upcoming year in business. Quick note on financial planning. This could easily be its own topic, but the way I like to run things on my end is because work is so seasonal, because there is a couple months where things don't come in, I basically assess what I want to make in a year and then what do I have to make per month to make that in a year. So then for the months where I make over that, because there are months where I'm going to make over that, the busy months, how to carry those into the slow months. So it's just a good time to sit back if you have a bookkeeper, be chatting with them and just finance, financial plan a little bit in the year. Again, not really, I don't really have a super good guide on how to do that because that's business and money talk. And I have somebody else who does that for me, (laughs) but uh, just a good time to look at that and start getting your stuff ready. Uh, for taxes, just start gathering it so that when April comes, you're not um, super in a frenzy. You can start focusing on your fun spring stuff that you that you get to do. Agreed. So that is all 10 points, everybody. Hopefully, I think that all made sense. I think yeah. that was pretty good. And overall, you guys, you guys have got this season. You have got it. In fact, mm-hmm. by the time we post this episode, we will likely only have a few weeks of slow season left. And then it'll be right back to weddings, editing, client calls, and more. All the fun things. So we hope you were able to help you navigate this time and that you're inspired. You're ready to maybe tackle that thing in your business that you might have been putting off like I'm fired up from this conversation. Probably when I hop off this call later next week, I'm probably going to organize my computer. I think that's the one I'm like most excited for. (laughs) I think that's my next plan. (laughs) Oh, good. I know. I love like talking about this kind of thing because it always motivates me and kind of gets me a little further organized in my head. Um, I'm right there with you. So for me, I'm this slow season. I've been prioritizing. I'm doing a styled shoot, which I don't know um, if you follow both me and the podcast page you'll probably see I that's what I spent my slow season doing I'm hosting a workshop for photographers which I love when I'm actually able to do that and then of course (laughs) thank you thank you we're doing it through wild love workshops um and I'm hosting this one with a local videographer so that's great and then um also self I did a self-portrait update so like I said when I was my husband got more self-portraits so stoked to share those I'm just gonna share them whenever like it's time to share them I was so tempted to just plaster them up on my stories because I loved how they came out but um anyways and then uh I'm trying to be more intentional about spending time with family and friends my my uh I have a couple people visiting me the, at the end of this month so that'll be fun that's to spend time nice. with them yeah, but yeah anyways Thank you. So we hope you guys are stoked to do the same. And yeah, for more talk about business, photography, editing, and just life, you can check out our Instagram at Art of Intention Podcast. We share tons of resources on there each week, including, I think for this episode, we're going to do a condensed list of all 10 tips that we had, all 10 points this week. And yeah, it's a great way to also be reminded whenever we drop a new episode. If you're not already, definitely hit the follow button, subscribe button, whatever the button is, wherever you listen press it so that you never miss a new episode we are on apple podcasts spotify and zencaster and definitely leave us your five star rating and review it helps us so much it gets our podcast to more people out there we seriously appreciate and are so thankful for the feedback and reviews we've gotten already on the show so don't stop now keep them coming yeah absolutely and just a reminder there's new episodes every tuesday so we'll see you again next week bye bye